Hello from Maui, Hawaii. This is the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. My name is Michael Penner, and uh, very nice to be with you again today, live from Maui. Hopefully you're listening live. You can listen to this program on the web at the address that uh, we sent you in our email letter this week, or you can just go to the website, theagelesswisdom.com. And under the link Web Teleconferences, all the past programs and the upcoming program is linked up there, so you can hook up that way. If you ever did not get a uh, newsletter one week and you say, oh, no, how am I going to get into the live webinar, just go to the website, theagelesswisdom.com, click on Homepage to go inside, and then you'll see all the navigation links on the left choose web teleconference and there they are the upcoming one and all the past ones along with a cool little uh, gadget called send one to a friend something that uh, we feature on the master website focus passion and just one of the things we're going to talk about today that's that's our subject for the day today but I don't want to get ahead of myself you always have the option in these Sunday classes these webinars to listen by the telephone as well. And since lots of folks are hooked up with Bluetooth now and all kinds of cool gadgets, BlackBerry devices and iTouch telephones and such, uh, you could be out and about and uh, listen on the web and, and listen to the teleconference and it's all hooked up together. It's amazing to watch media consolidated this way, really cool. So those are your choices today, listening live by telephone or by uh, by the web. Of course, telephone people, we have to mute out, otherwise it just gets real noisy with everybody online. But if you're on the web today, listening live, and today's the uh, 23rd of November, 2008, uh, if you are on the web, look at the bottom of the page in front of you, and you'll see a place where you can enter your name, or just first name if you want, the city where you are today, and then just above that a little message, a comment, or a question. We'd love to hear some questions from you today um, about Focus Passion and our our larger mission, which really is to change the world. You can say that without reservation or without hesitation. We're going to talk about surfing this big wave of optimism and hope that's rolling across the land with the election of uh, Barack Obama, but it seems to be, to me anyway, so much bigger than the election that we had uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Something very big is happening. Call it the Aquarian Age or the much promised uh, a new age. Uh, There had to be, and people have said for literally thousands of years, there had to be a time when some significant number of people on earth woke up to their potential, became awakened to the possibilities in their lives of who they could really be and what they could do and what we can create, a real legacy, a real legacy for this planet of of peace and understanding and prosperity in all regards and Honor diversity and yet coordinate it so that we, to quote the great Rodney King, can't we just all get along? Well, yeah, we can, you know. And the right wing always says, oh, no, it's the world government.
government. They're going to rule from Beijing the whole world or something. No, I mean, ruling the world from Washington would be just as bad. But we celebrate, we get to celebrate the diversity of language and custom and mm, good food, all the different foods and ways of dressing and ways of believing spiritually. Honor the distinctions and the diversity, but use harmony to come together and create unity, just like the ecosystem. That's what we're driving at. You ever think about it? The environmental system gets its strength, its ability to support all life from its diversity. And to manage that paradox of the one and the many, or the wholeness of something and its parts or its bits, to understand that from the middle point where both things are true is at the uh, well at the center or the entry point of all wisdom to deal with paradox and to find the truth in paradox the the so-called middle way a lot of that a lot of that so I've got my buddy Steve Snyder with me today hello Stephen well hello Michael it's the first time I've ever had a guest on my webinar yeah and uh what a coincidence that it's me. I was going to say, what more appropriate since you were, after Timothy Leary died anyway, I think you guys were neck and neck for a while. Who was the most popular guest on Benner's radio program? Uh, which head do I go with, the acid head or the, the accelerated learning genius? And, uh, so you outlived Timothy, and I'm sure you're, you get the top honor now. Besides, you're a buddy of mine. We've known each other for 30 years, right? 30 years. 30 years. And this is a very uh, exciting time for both of us because we've had this project we've been working on without knowing it for 30 years, knowing it intentionally for the last five, this project of creating this this training, this uh, the, this massive amount of our, our addition to the ageless wisdom, you know, and, and putting it in our words and creating it in our ways, the essence of you know, growth, success, fulfillment, the essence of this stuff that you and I have been studying. You interviewed everybody that ever wrote a good book on it. I read all those books, and, and we've talked about it for 30 years. This is this is what we've been looking to do for a long time is put this all together. And the timing is so right because it feels like the pendulum is swinging back. What we're doing, I think the big shift, and, and Obama has a lot to do with it. It's rolling across the land, as you say, and also rolling across the sea. It's making it over here. It's going from a fear they will to a, a hope we will. Mm. You know, like, we've been living in this fear that they're going to do something bad to us, you know, the, the terrorist thing, and now we're moving into, you know, okay, bad has happened, you know, our, our, our economy has collapsed. Now we're moving into a sense of, okay, we hope we together can get us out of this, and we're believing in that hope. So a change of direction. It, it is. It is. We're digging ourselves out of the ditch, you know. What, what's the line? If you find yourself in hell, keep going. You yeah. Know? So we, we did, and we are, and, and that's why the timing is so right for us to do what we need to do now, which in simple words is wage inner peace. Indeed. And if there's a second part to that, it would be understanding. Yep. Or we think accelerated learning in the, in the awareness that goes with being an accelerated learner uh, is part of this. And we're going to talk to you guys about the consciousness of being a contributor in all regards, contributing not just money, but your time, your energy, your efforts, and always most importantly, your awareness or your consciousness. So this is what Steve and I are going to talk to you about today. We're celebrating the launch this past week 
a major upgrade to FocusPassion.com. We're so excited about it. And uh, so we want to brag a little bit, share the good news a little bit, and then we're going to ask you to help us a little bit because essentially we're all working toward the same thing. Anybody on this call right now that took the time and effort to come here, whether real time or for the replay, um, you're just an exceptional person, and we want to acknowledge that and align with you. So that's the topic today of the Ageless Wisdom School. Again, use the submission page in front of you down there in the bottom if you're listening live on the web. And let us hear from you. We want to know what city you're in, where you're calling from. There, as I see it in my radio habit, where you're calling from, where you're listening to us, what computer or mobile device are you using today? And what is it they're staying staying tuned to, you know? Yes, yes. Well, and then hit the submit button, and we'll go to those a little later. And I think we'll do a guided imagery exercise, too. That's our tradition in in the Sunday classes here. But Steve, that brings us right back to our conversation. Now, I uh, I don't. Well, I, let me say it this way: I've had concern for a couple of decades since leaving radio as a full-time career. That would have been 1987, so 20 plus years, 21 years. I've had a concern that radio was going to go down the tubes. That eventually it would be owned by too few corporations. Uh, with uh, no real consciousness about its responsibility in the way it uses the public airwaves. I mean, print's one thing, because anybody can hire a printer, but there's only so many channels with the radio and TV, so the understanding was, hey, this is the people's air, right? It's not just a money-making machine. You have a responsibility. You're supposed to do, you know, good news and and uh, public affairs. Well, didn't that end in the Reagan days? Well, I'm afraid yeah. it did. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. took away the, the need to do public service. Fairness doctrine yeah. and all of that, PSAs. Yeah, you're right. But then the consolidation of ownership. Yeah, yeah that's happened more in the 90s. So I never really thought until a few years ago that we would end up here. But here we are. We can be heard all over the world now. And... Uh, like, radio is still a wonderful, magical thing, but look what we have here. Uh, we could, there could be people in every time zone in the world listening to this program now, or at some time in the future, on demand, pausing it if they wish to pause it, putting it on a, an iPod and listening to it at their convenience, you know, going to a different program, coming back, picking up right where you left off, listening on your telephone, I mean, it's a wired world. I think this is pretty cool. Yeah, and something quite different from radio is that because it's not being broadcast, we can do the guided imagery. Yeah, we that's can do a... the audio turns. The al- I mean, when you're doing radio, you can't say to people, "Close your eyes." You can't. I mean, that could be driving in a car. So here, we can say to people to move into this amazing state of focused passion. We can actually take them on these journeys. And and on the radio, we can only talk about how you could do this for yourself. But here. Like, as you'll see, hear, feel, experience, we're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's talk a little, Steve, about the relationship between this webinar, this Sunday class, the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School, uh, my website, theagelesswisdom.com, and the alliance here, the bigger picture, where you brought your resources and your talents and skills. And though you and I have worked together on and off for these 
three decades. Uh, this is the first time we've really taken everything, it seems, that we do and that we are and pointed it toward this central global effort to change the world, to right. wage, to, to, to really wage inner peace and accelerated learning, peace and understanding over the Internet with practical, portable tools. So the, as, as we talk more about focused passion, I want to, at the top, deal with this relationship or alliance because it's a little complex. I see what we're doing right now, what we have done and will continue to do on Sunday here with this webinar, as both a way of promoting an awareness of FocusPassion.com, but also as like a free add-on, an additional benefit that you get when you know about the site, choose to be a contributor to the site. So it's really both. It's like a way into FocusPassion.com, but it's also a benefit of being part of the larger group. Yeah, I guess I always thought of being more the latter, more the, the graduate program almost, the people that listen to the, the, you know, Finding Yourself in Paradise podcast that we do every week. They hear you and I talking about what we call the essence, the basics, and then and I always assumed the, the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School was sort of taking it to the next level. But then, uh, as, as we discussed, you told me there are people who actually li are listening to this webinar who are not listening to the Finding Yourself in Paradise podcast. And I go, really? I didn't, I didn't know that because I just assumed. So those of you that are listening to, the, you know, to this webinar and are not currently signed up for the Finding Yourself you know, it doesn't cost any money. I mean, you have the opportunity to contribute. We ask 99 cents a week or, or more. But it doesn't cost any money if you want it. You can come listen to this webinar, this, this podcast we do. But what we're asking you to do is a little different than that. We're asking you to not only listen to our podcast, but to use the feature we have on the, the website that's so darn cool, which is to send one to a friend. Because you've been listening to Michael, and if you've been listening to Michael, you've heard me before, I'm sure, for probably a long time. And you know a lot of people that need this stuff right now. Right now. Right now. You see, before, they weren't ready. They were pessimistic. They were they were too down for They weren't ready to hear an optimistic message. They just were too caught up in the negativity of the world. But right now, right now, there's a way. There's a time. There's a moment. Now's the time to introduce all these pessimists, all these fearful people that you know that were unwilling to listen before. Now's the time to get them caught up in this this wellspring of hope. Introduce them to these ama amazing tools of, of self-discovery, of self-fulfillment, of, of finding themselves in paradise. I've been using the allegory of surfing um, people might say, well, of course, you're in Hawaii, and before that you were in L.A. But I've never surfed in my life. I, I've never surfed. I tobogganed. I guess if I could surf sitting down, maybe I would do that. Or if I had a seatbelt or something. I don't know. Yet I know the feeling. It's, I have skateboarded when yeah, I was young. Right. And, and I know the feeling. And I, I do feel like what you're describing the wave, I used it in yeah. the newsletter this week, the wave of, surfs up, the wave of optimism and hope that has, to some extent, been generated by our politics, but I think of primarily as an effect of this Aquarian age or this whole new age that's rolling in, and it's even apparent in politics, but that's what you're talking about surfing, right? We can yeah. piggyback our whole 
human potential, personal spiritual development efforts on this wave and surf it in. Yes, the wave's happening now. You call it whatever you want. I think it's the 21st century just starting. I think Bush kidnapped the first eight years of the 21st century, and now the 21st century is just starting. And that's, to me, call it Aquarian, call it whatever you want. Something's happening. There's something happening here, and what it is is becoming abundantly clear. People are becoming hopeful. People are becoming optimistic. People are seeing a way out, a light at the end of the tunnel that's not the lights of an oncoming train. So, <laughs> so here's here's the deal. By the way, is that the buff? Is that for what it's worth? Something's happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Stephen Stills for what it's worth. Buffalo Springfield. What's the rest of that? There's something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. There's a man with a gun over there telling me I got to beware. It's time to stop. Hey, what's that sound? Everybody, look what's going down. And that's 25 years ago. 
because the point's not to get there. The point is just to go. You know, the point, the point is to step away from what you're stuck in here. And to do that, to, to step away from what you're stuck in here, you have to imagine what you want out there, really great, wonderful, best you can imagine, and then come back to, okay, what do I have to do right now? What step do I have to take to do this? Right. And, and that's, all you have to do. And then once you've done that, you just have to do that again. <laughs> Let's be clear about the order also. Yes. The way to change the world is to work on yourself it, first. It has to be. Yeah, but what's the Gandhi line? We have T-shirts that say... Uh, be the change you wish to see in the world. Yeah, yeah. That wireless phone is flipping out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah that'll probably... Just put it on your lap because I want people to hear you. Okay. That, that's working fine now. Um, it's like the funny noise that goes away when you take it to the mechanic. There you go. Isn't that always the way? Oh, it is? So the order to change the world, you must first develop the truth of who you are. Yes. So why is that true? Well, because if you don't change who you are, if you don't become the change yourself, then nobody's going to believe you when you tell them they need to change. Why should they? You're being a hypocrite. You're saying they should change, the world should change, but you're not changing. You have to come from the truth. Like, if you want the world to change, you have to change that, make that change first. You, could, you talk about Gandhi. Somebody, some uh, mother came to him once, and her child was, was uh, sick from eating too much sugar. And, and she said to Gandhi, could you tell my child not to eat sugar? It's bad for him. And Gandhi said, come back in a month. And she goes, why? She goes, i got to stop eating sugar before I can tell us to stop eating sugar. You know, like, like yes. So, so you have to do it first. How do you do it? How do you make the change in yourself? How do you move away from from feeling afraid toward feeling love? That's the, that's the question. How do you move? The big hope thing is away from fear and toward love. That's what it's all about. How do you do that? You find yourself, yourself, your higher self in paradise. Now, who is this higher self? Simply, it is the part of you that doesn't have any fear at all because the only thing to actually be afraid of is clear and present danger, like something that's actually attacking you or could hurt you or kill you right now, and it knows, your higher self knows, that your autopilot will take care of that, that your knee-jerk reaction, that your fight-or-flight will take care of that, and it also knows that the past, is it has nothing to be afraid of from the past, because the past doesn't exist anymore. It also knows it has nothing to be afraid of in the future, because the future doesn't exist yet, and so because there's a uh, self-assuredness that anything that's truly dangerous right now will be handled by fight or flight, it totally feels safe. So any voice, any feeling you have inside of you that doesn't totally feel safe, that feels fear, that's not your higher self. Your higher self always feels safe. Wow, that's so nice. Sometimes I say to people in this uh, webinar, note takers, this is a good thing to write down. That would be a good thing to write down. What is this higher self? How do I know the the, the new you, the, as we used to call it, the real you, the genuine, authentic self? What does it mean to be the um, soul-infused persona? To be a personality, to always have an ego, but to get this elevated perspective, and you're saying it's simply fearlessness. And fearlessness doesn't mean you don't have fear. It means you face fear with right, courage. You right. face fear with love. That that if, if fear is the darkness, you shine a light on it. Right. You don't run away from it. Somebody wants or yeah, bring your light to it. Yeah, yeah, right. You bring your light. You are light. Bring your light to it. Love is light. Yeah, bring your light to it. You know, there was a, a game we used to play like that. If if 
you were a, uh, an animal, what animal would you be? And some people are like a lion and other people are like, I think if humanity were an animal, somebody once said they'd be an ostrich. And I think that, that makes a whole lot of sense. What most people would rather do with fear is pretend that whatever they're afraid of doesn't exist rather than to shine the light on it. Because, as, as we've talked about so many times, the vast majority of what we're afraid of isn't actually dangerous, it's just the unknown. It's just, yeah, it's the, and, bit, the bits you don't understand or recognize. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes perfect sense that all fear is fear of the unknown. Uh, let's stay on this track. Because another indicator that you are the higher self, I think, would be I'd rather understand than be right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, in fact, that's the one key to unhappiness that you can unlock right away. If you're an unhappy person, if you're experiencing a lot of unhappiness in your life, it's mostly around this pessimistic attitude you have about life that bad stuff is going to happen and I want to be braced for it, rather be prepared for bad stuff to happen than have it catch me unaware. This is an attitude a lot of people have and a lot of people carry. They think it's the safest thing to hold on to that attitude because they're braced for bad stuff to happen. Well, this is simply because you have a need to be right. And you can you can create being right if failure is what you're looking to create because you can make sure that happens. But if you're willing to let go of the need to be right and willing to let success maybe happen and maybe not happen because you can't guarantee success, if you're letting go of the need to be right and you're just willing to understand, then you can be happy along the way. See, what makes us unhappy along the way is wanting what is to not be. See, wanting, wanting it to be different than it actually is. Optimists are happy with what it is because they have a feeling like it's going to be better. So they're happy with what it is because they're not stuck with what it is. They're on their way to something better. Pessimists think it's going to get worse, so this is probably the best it's ever going to be, and they want this to be better and different than it is. If you're willing to let what is be, you could be happy with the idea that something better is going to happen yeah. in the future, and just that idea, of course, is the first step in creating it. Want what you want the most. Don't expect to get it. It doesn't matter if you get it. What matters is you head in that direction because that's what feels great. So you find yourself, your higher self, and it knows what you want. It knows what your gifts and talents and abilities are. It knows what you would be best at. It knows what your calling is. So you want to find that self. And the way you find that self is you make it feel safe. And when it's safe, it can come out. It can blossom. It doesn't have to worry about the outside world. So you go to paradise. That's what you're finding yourself in paradise is you go to paradise. How do you go to paradise? You close your eyes. you got to feel safe to close your eyes. You take a deep breath. you got to feel safe to take a deep breath. You let go of muscle tension. you got to feel safe to let go of muscle tension. And then you imagine yourself being someplace that's safe, someplace we call paradise. Yeah. So this is really the cornerstone service or product, I guess, these premium audio programs that we do every week. That sounds a lot like what we're doing now. There are conversations. Steve and I call the program Finding Yourself in Paradise uh, a program of compelling conversation and guided meditation. And I've never heard anything like it. I don't know of any two people in this field or really any other off the top of my head that can do what Steve and I do. They've got to realize what it takes. I mean, think about this. Michael and I have been working together for 30 years off and on, but about five years ago, 
basically I had a commitment. I said, I want to get us to be the best we can be. I want to work together with Michael long-term, big legacy project. I, I want us, our stuff together. Because the truth is we've been copying each other's licks for 30 years. I don't even know what's mine and what's his anymore about the stuff I say. He says a lot of stuff. I know I came up with. I say a lot of stuff. I know he came up with. And then it. we stop keeping track. Right. It doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> so, so I knew ultimately. So what we did was we created this radio show together where we spent hundreds and hundreds of hours talking about the same things over and over again and forcing ourselves to find new ways to say the same things. That was the KRLA program. That's right. And, and, I mean, you know, I've been doing these seminars a long time, so is Michael, but you don't have to be, for me, I didn't have to be that original if I'm speaking to a different audience every week. But when I sat down and I I pushed myself by, by making myself find new ways to say the same thing, just really getting this stuff down. And we came up with this product now that we're ready, that we've created, you know. And the, the, the centerpiece of it is this Finding Yourself in Paradise podcast, but the centerpiece of that for me is the project that I have been dreaming about all my life. My, my lifelong passion is, is affect, helping to affect the gentle overthrow of the school system. And, and my reason is because the school system doesn't teach our children how to learn. So Michael and I have done what the school system has failed to do. We've created a training teaching, helping parents teach children how to learn. It's called the Family Learning Hour, and it's part of this Finding Yourself in Paradise program. Every kid that listens to this with their parents will learn how to read faster with better comprehension. They'll learn how to step-by-step study, how to improve their memory, how to improve their test-taking, their attitude, their intention span. They will learn how to learn what the school system has so dramatically failed to teach them how to do. Yeah. This is part of what's so exciting about all of this for us because, heck, um, 13, 14 years ago, there was no Internet, and now we're using the Internet. And even as we do it, to create a website like FocusPassion.com to provide an audio program like Finding Yourself in Paradise, to make it available as a download, or you can listen from the site as streaming audio, or we'll podcast it directly to you, and you don't need an iPod or any portable device. You can just listen on your computer. That's really what a podcast is is all about. Can you put it on an iPod? Well, of course. It's just an auto-download for the boomers. You know, They say boomers don't text. Well, a lot of boomers don't podcast either. Hey, you download files all the time. How about if we do it for you? That's all a podcast is really about. And you can uh, use iTunes and listen in iTunes if you're comfortable with that, or any browser. It's You may know these as RSS feeds. Uh, you may see the orange button around the Internet. What's an RSS? Well, find a teenager. You know, they'll tell you all about it. It stands for really simple syndication, but it's just another way that we're able to bring these programs to you. And then to do a little mini-series of, in this case, five parts in the larger ongoing program. Uh, Finding Yourself in Paradise is in the midst now of this series that Steve's talking about, the Family Learning Hour. Now, uh, imagine these programs put together. You've got five programs. You've got uh, a little under five hours of explanation, not homeschooling, but explanation, instruction of how to learn and do that as an audio program put it on the internet 
and set it up so that people all over the world can have access to it, the English-speaking world, anyway. You can be a part of that. You can be an ambassador. In fact, I've, I've begun to contact graduates of my career training and uh, other students, many of whom are listening right now, and uh, talking about this ambassadors committee that Steve and I are setting up. To be an ambassador of our website is not to join anything. You don't have to belong to anything. And God forbid we're never asking you to sell anything. What we're asking you to do is coordinate with us to help us spread the word, uh, to to share the good news, to, uh, you know, just like you see a movie you really like and uh, the producer of the movie doesn't have to uh, give you any incentive or write you checks or, or or get you to sign up for anything. You you just tell people about the movie because it was such a great film you want to share it. Well, you know people that are looking for this stuff. Do you know somebody with ADD, for example, or hyperactivity, or somebody with some other kind of anxiety disorder or or personality disorder, whatever it happens to be, somebody who could benefit from the kind of information that you happen to love, well, you go to FocusPassion.com, you use that little cool tool you'll see there, when you go into your account, it says send one to a friend, and you go, what a great idea, and you find a program that's just right for them, you see, and email the link to them. Actually, we do it for you. You just push one button, bang, off it goes. They get a link from you, all right, a gift from you to listen to this program because it's got the stuff you're looking for on whatever it was, ADD or whatever, uh, how to study better, how to read faster. And uh, what a nice gift. You see, and then everybody benefits. You benefit from the giving. The person that received benefited from the material. We benefit because one more person now can, you know, somebody on this program a week or two ago said, you know, Michael, that sounds like lighting candles because the candle you use to light the other candles is not diminished Hmm. in any way as it passes that flame along. And I think that's my sense of what it means to be an ambassador is just to carry the torch and pass the light. Because like we talked about in the Hope uh, podcast, if one person has hope and meets another person with hope, it doesn't double the hope. It could intensify the hope by a thousandfold. You know, like, oh, man, there's somebody else with the same hope as me. So, yeah, the the, the world is quite amazing when it comes to thinking about things like passion and hope and and how contagious and amazingly powerful it is. But here's the idea. If you know anybody out there, by any chance, if you know anybody out there who has children, you know, anybody we would call parents, uh, then ask them to do this family learning hour with their, with their kids. Ask them to spend an hour a week with their children, teaching their children how to be a better learner, how to be a better student. Invest one hour a week for five sessions over the course of a month and save the children thousands of hours of moaning and complaining about their homework. Oh, my. Save... And an hour's worth of homework in 20 minutes by tripling the kids' reading What speech. a horrible feeling to feel like I'm stupid or I can't learn this stuff. And all my friends are learning this stuff and I can't. Something's wrong with me. And 
99% of the time, there is nothing wrong except maybe you have a different learning style. Exactly, exactly. And we talk about that, how it's not a great idea to try and teach kids to have long attention spans like the school system does. It's much better to help them work within the attention span they have. And attention deficit is not a disorder. It's just a difference. It's just a different way of learning. And some kids are better at verbal linguistic skills and others at mathematical analytical skills and others with musical and, and, and visual spatial and all kinds of different kinds of learning styles. And we know about this. And we can, we'll teach kids how to learn, but we need the parents to help. We need the parents to be there to listen with the kids, to make sure the kids listen, and to do the, the exercises, which really take less than a minute, but to, to do, do the exercises so that the kids reinforce the material and they learn how to read faster with better comprehension and better retention, and they learn how to do their best when it comes to tests. We can teach this. We want to teach this to every family in the world. We have the training, and it's free. I mean, we spent... I mean, literally, in the last five years, a quarter of a million dollars developing these trainings. They're now done. They're free. What we need, we can give it to you for free. What we need is help bringing it to the masses, to the multitude. So, so that's why we have this concept of, of contribute. You know, for 99 cents a week, we can send this train to 100 more families. I mean, for each person that comes in at 99 cents a week, we can send it to 100 more families. It's, it's just the delivery we need some help with, and, and we need the families to send it to. I mean, there's lots of families that need this stuff. So that's what we're asking you to do. Be our ambassadors. Find families that need this stuff. Find people who are stressed that need some peace. Don't send this to any totally unstressed people, but if you know if you know people who have a little bit of stress, any. if you know any of those, but I mean, anybody with some stress or anybody with some children, and of course those things always go together, here's a gift. Give them the gift. Give us the gift of making the planet a better place by making the children have a better time in school on their way to having better lives. You know, Stephen, um, I don't, I'll, I'll let you determine for yourself how far into this you want to go. But I'd like you to speak personally, a little bit anyway, about what you're beginning to realize just in the last few days about your own life, um, half of which you and I have worked together, okay, half of my life, half of your life. We've spent working together in this, separate and apart. You have a very distinguished career uh, teaching for tech and vistage, and we're the Vistage Speaker of the Year. That's like the speaker of speakers, right? And you've done a lot of other seminars and many public seminars we've done together, a lot of private teaching. I went into radio and also did personal counseling. And uh, yet this seems to be the zenith or the penultimate for us. This This is the ultimate. And why don't you talk a little bit about just some of what you shared with me about how this feels for you personally in your life to come to this point, the, the mountaintop here at FocusPassion.com. Well, you know, it's been, uh, well, the Grateful Dead, what a long, strange trip it's been. You know, <laughs> and it started really early in my life. Some of you know the story about I, I was gifted with an amazing skill. I learned to read at the age of two. By the time I was six years old, I'd read a lot of books, I mean, more than a book every day, you know, hundreds, thousands of books. And, and the teachers didn't know what to do with me. They stuck me in the corner and said, you read while I teach them. And I was ostracized for knowing how to read. And I decided at that age that that wasn't the right way to do this. Like, it shouldn't be that I was punished for knowing how to read. It's like they should let 
the kids learn how to read the way I read, you know. And I, I, I decided at six years old to devote my life to changing the school system, and, and it's all been leading to this. You know, my whole life I thought what I needed to do was change the school system. And what I've – because that's the only way to get this information out to all the children. How else could I – I couldn't knock door to door. When I was six years old, that was all I could imagine. When I was 26 years old, that's all I could imagine. The Internet didn't exist yet, but now it does. So this has been a, a huge catharsis for me in a whole lot of ways. Not only is my original need from when I was six years old now being accomplished, but, but so much of my life is changing. I, when I was 12 years old, my father left, and my, my, I sort of tried to take on the job of being the surrogate husband to my mom, you know, and try to be the man of the house way too early in my life. And felt a tremendous responsibility around that that, that that weighed on me a lot and caused me to do some silly things like not renew my driver's license for a whole bunch of years and not pay taxes for a whole bunch of years. I finally got myself out of those holes, but I kept doing self-sabotaging things in the back of my life. There was always something that could catch up with me. It's almost like to hold my ego in place from, from not letting myself get too big-headed. I always had this something from my past that, that could catch up to me. Well, you know... What I came to realize, and, and, and in the last five years, it's been putting all this money into this project that I didn't know if it was going to ever work or not, you know. But now it's done. It's worked, and it's working, and, and there is nothing in my past that can catch me now. But for the first time since I was 12 years old, I can say that I, as much as is possible, my ducks are in a row. <laughs> you know I mean? I, there's nothing in my relationship that's not going really well. There's nothing in the career that's not going in my health. I'm in the best health of my life. I recently, as did you, released a whole lot of excess weight. I, I weigh, I'm in better shape than I've been ever, ever, ever in my whole life. We both lost about 50 pounds. Yep. I, I can do more sit-ups at 56 years old than I ever could do before in my whole life. I, I just, I could walk without breathing. I mean, Every area of my life, nothing in the past is is endangering me now. And, of course, I'm living in paradise. Nothing in the present is endangering me now. The only danger for me now is the future. And because I know, I, I manage my thoughts and feelings, I know that's not real. That's just maybe. I know I can get rid of my fear of the future with one slow, conscious, deep breath. So I can be fearless. This is a point where many people would say, knock on wood, you know. Yes, and, some, to some extent, you know. And even though people are, may not be superstitious about that, they might say, gosh, Steve, you're setting yourself up for a big fall to say you finally got it all together. I mean, what else could happen? But somebody's going to knock that house of cards down, you know. I mean, how would you respond to that? I said the future is out there, you know, and in the future, a lot of horrible things are going to happen in my life, including loved ones dying uh, and including whatever else the people I care about and I go through. That's not the issue. The issue is right now because there's nothing from my past that can come get me, and because I'm safe right now, right now I feel safe, and therefore Whatever anxiety or worry comes up for me, whatever negative feelings come up for me, I know aren't truly dangerous to me. So you get the focus. So I get the focus. You don't have to worry about being blindsided or something sneaking up from behind you out of your right. past. There'll be stuff coming at me. There's going to be adversity. There's, I, look, I look forward to the challenges. I always did. That's not the problem. My mom is uh, approaching 90. She isn't going to be around that much longer. You know, I've talked about this in podcasts. That's... 
And I just had two beautiful, wonderful golden retrievers that, that died in the last year. I mean, life's full of stuff that's hard. There's uh, for sure. You know, but, but, but what I have spent my entire life looking to manifest is, is available to manifest. It's manifesting. It's right. It's happening. It's happening. Right now, right now, there are people all over the world who are listening to our introduction to the Family Learning Hour and learning about this program about how to help their children be better learners, how to help their children get better grades, how to help their children feel more confident, how to help their children experience the years of school in a much more positive and wonderful way. If school isn't going to teach our children how to do that, I mean, some kids pick it up and some kids learn it from each other, but a lot of kids never do get that. We can get it to them with parents' help. We can teach children how to do this. And this family learning hour is just a small part of this whole finding yourself in paradise. Week after week after week, we talk about topics like getting started and perseverance and, and, and managing your, your procrastination issues and, and things like forgiveness and, and, and attitude and gratitude. I mean, Michael and I have compelling conversations about things that matter. And people learn when they listen. And, and we learn when we listen to each other uh, every week. You know, as somebody uh, with us uh, on the webinar live today who's saying basically the same thing. Let me take him in order first of all, though. Um, you want me to take a look yeah, at some of these comments here? And again, if you're listening live today, November 23rd of 08, uh, put some comments or even better yet, questions into that box on the web page in front of you. Right below the section said where the comments go or the questions is a place for your name and city. And then hit the submit button and uh, I'm permitting we'll get to him. I don't think there's any problem at this point. Let's start in Irvine, Southern California, with Robert, who says namaste to Michael and Steve. Hello, Robert. Hey. And Darina, this is who I was speaking of, uh, also in Orange County in Tribuco Canyon. Darina says, hello, Michael and Steve. I really appreciate the way the two of you are able to connect with each other. To teach on a certain level of consciousness is very helpful for me to deal with certain parts of me that I could not reach before. And when I listen to you guys, it's like hanging out with two friends who happen to be the world's powerful teachers. So, cool. Isn't that cool? cool. Well, I feel, when I hang out with him, I feel like I'm with one of the world's most powerful teachers, that's for sure. Well, thank you. And likewise, and I'll mention that she doesn't say here, but I know Darina well enough that uh, she has, she's a mom. And she's got children, so I bet she's listening to what we're saying about the family learning hour, too. And by the way, this is a mini-series in Finding Yourself in Paradise. Um, we'll, after we finish these five weeks with these five one-hour roughly uh, programs, actually a little shorter, we allow for discussion, then we'll continue with the variety of themes that really is finding yourself in paradise and who knows we'll probably do another mini-series sure but if somebody wanted to come back say six months from now and get the family learning hour it would cost what ten bucks for the whole the whole five programs you know yeah. to buy uh to buy our old programs i think are a dollar ninety nine unless of course you are a contributor which is it costs five bucks to buy the whole yeah, family imagine program. that Five bucks. Five hours. And, and that's, again, that's just to help us get it out to more people. You know, the program's done. We don't need any R&D money anymore. You know, we've already done that. Now the program's here. We just need to help getting it out to, to as many people as possible. In Pittsburgh, uh, John says, great to hear Steve live. Truly a treat. Is there a way to give a subscription 
to a friend. The holidays are coming up, Steve. How can people do that? Is, is part of the new upgraded website that people could do that? Yeah, because not only uh, do they have the opportunity to subscribe and put someone else's name or just send one to a friend, uh, they also have the opportunity to make a contribution of any amount they want, <clears throat> and they could contribute a year's worth of a subscription and, and get a year or six months or how. We're not going to determine how much of a gift you want to give somebody. You can give them whatever you want to give them. Sure. Uh, if, if it is the holiday season, and what's a better gift than to send one to a friend? But, you know, I think that the great gift is not spending money to give them this gift. The great gift is just giving them the gift, just sending one to a friend. That's the gift. Send one to everybody you know on your holiday list. That's the great gift. And if they're interested in an, uh, in it after listening to it, to sign up for it themselves, well, they can have it for free or they can spend the 99 cents a week on it. The great gift is to letting, letting them know it's available. Yeah, the truth is we would never deny this series, Finding Yourself in Paradise, or this webinar, this Sunday webinar for that matter, uh, to anybody because they have no money. And so it's always there. What we ask is a minimal contribution of 99 cents so that you can be a contributor, you see. We don't have inventory and we don't have delivery fees per se. We don't have to pay UPS to bring it to your house. Bandwidth's pretty darn cheap. But bandwidth, yeah, and and still, uh, to do thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people, there is a cost. That's what costs. To do you is almost nothing, but to do the hundreds of thousands and millions of families that need this, that's what the cost is. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Moving northways up to Apple Valley, Don says aloha, Michael and Steve and uh, Ola. He says, I'm hooked up uh, both by telephone and PC. And given the 18-second delay, that's not an easy... Uh, that would be schizophrenic. Uh, yeah, Don's tripping, man. That's cool. He's digging it. He says, uh, the trees here in the high desert are holding on to their leaves, putting on a show, changing color. It's a beautiful area in Apple Valley, Victorville. Yes, yes. And uh, thus the phone, it frees me to walk around in the yard, his paradise, while he's listening to us live. Many thanks, muchas gracias. For all you do, your enthusiasm and your hope feel contagious. And uh, thank you, Don, for that. This is the 21st century. Walking around in the beautiful backyard listening to this live. This is so cool. Here I think I'm pronouncing it right. Halai, who says, who describes himself as being borderless in Kalitas. I like that. No borders. Uh, No fences. Uh, oh, my first thought is there's still a bookstore, but that's the way my mind works. No, no, that's a different border. <laughs> oh, I got it. Different got borders. It. Got it. Uh, Haley says fear for him uh, often is false of uh, evidence appearing real. He says thanks for this show. It does compel me to listen more, to uh, move forward, and to take heart. And, uh, yeah, again, you know, Don says it's contagious. And uh, Haley saying the same thing, you know. It, it is. You know, uh, a yawn is contagious, and uh, a giggle or laughter is very contagious, and uh, love and light is contagious. It makes us feel safe. We put down our fear. We realize, as Eli is saying, well, that's just BS. That's false evidence appearing real. That's Plato in the allegory of the cave, you know. I'm 
far back do we have to go for that? There is real danger. I mean, there is real danger. It's just that at this moment and exactly this moment in time, I'm not in any of it, so I don't need to be in a fight-or-flight boat. I can be relaxed and feel safe. Yeah. Yes, there's danger, and I need to be prepared. Dylan said you have to be prepared. You just never know for what. You know? <laughs> That's the point. Uh, down in Napa Valley comes back, and he says, gosh, after hearing Steve describe paradise and finding yourself in paradise, uh, maybe I should have chosen another word for the paradise in his backyard. And I'd say, no, Don, uh, life is what you make it. Paradise is where you are and where you're feeling love. And let me just say real quickly, happy Thanksgiving to all of you. It's, I really got to say, it's my favorite holiday of the year. Um, a very inspirational mystic from the Middle Ages, uh, uh, Meister Eckhart, said, if the only prayer that you ever said was one of gratitude, that would suffice. And I love that line. It speaks to me. And I realize that saying thank you for what I do have is much more important than petitioning uh, whatever higher power is available to me to get more. I mean, the law of attraction, folks, should begin with thank you, thank you, thank you. And this is a good time to do that. Thank you for the relationships that you have. Thank you for a universe that is built out of love. Where not only do you already have the love you're looking for, though it needs to be refined. You have to access it and allow yourself to feel safe. But you are the love you're looking for. Robert says, I agree with Steve that the mystery school delves into the more esoteric aspects of personal development, a deeper dive into the metaphysics of the universe and how it relates to us and discussing the many diverse models and concepts which describe spiritual reality. So thank you, Robert, for that. Headed west from uh, Apple Valley in Lancaster, Brian Hernandez. Brian says, hi, Michael and Steve. It would be an honor to become an ambassador for you. I'm getting many waves, or many ways already. I am in many ways already an ambassador. That's what he's saying. And I have been for many years. And uh, Brian and I, uh, he, he's showing me how to use MySpace a little bit. Oh, cool. I got an email from Brian through MySpace. He's, he's going to help me figure figure that out. I'm a boomer. It takes me a little longer, but... It's very cool. He, he goes on, he says, let me know if there is anything specific I can do to promote and help market your programs. And thanks for sharing all the wonderful ageless wisdom. Much gratitude, peace, and love. Brian in Lancaster. Thank you, Brian. Here's what you can do. Take, take every name on your mailing list and decide who doesn't need this. Scratch them off and then send the rest of them this. Free, free yeah, I want to see that list of those who don't need it. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> find 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 somebody who doesn't need to hear this right now, and uh, don't send it to them, but send it to everybody else. I want to do a guided imagery, and Steve and I have no uh, a plan on what to do, so we're going to do one of those uh, make it up as you go along. And this is hold, how? Hold that phone a little different. I, I don't know what the problem is with that. That's fine. Yeah, and we'll. Uh, I'm sorry, what were you I said this is different how we always make it up as we go along. Well, we have, yeah, to a large extent we really do. Uh, so we'll do that in a little while. Stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. There we go again. That's that radio <laughs> thing. That's that radio thing. Thanks for calling. Um, here's Haley again. He says, fear of success. I think I may be stuck here. Or maybe the thought that uh, rich people are bad. 
I don't think. I believe that. But I have been stopping short of independence for three years now. And I'm on a perfect precipice or abundant, with abundance clearly in sight. What's next? I'm not sure what question there is here. That's, that's a, yeah, that could be a scary but also a wonderful place. And do either of you have particular words of wisdom for this situation? Let me let Steve respond to that, but I'll just say, man, the idea that rich people were bad people, and so I wanted to be prosperous, if not rich, at least prosperous, but I did not want to be bad, man, that was big in my life for a long, long time. And even when I was making a lot of money, I just made sure I would spend it as fast as I made it so that I wouldn't become one of those bad people and have my ethics eroded and become more of the problem than the solution. I, I love being a solution. So I think that for, certainly for me was a barrier. And I don't know. Did you ever have that feeling? Well, here's the secret I learned. Some poor people are good, and some people are poor people are bad, and some rich people are good, and some rich people are bad. Rich people are just bad a lot louder. <laughs> or as Bob Dylan said, money doesn't talk, it swears. You know, it's, it's, it's just that... When they're bad, they're very bad. Yes. See, mon- what money does is amplify you. It, it doesn't change you. If you're a bad person, money makes you well, bad with money, and if you're a good person, it makes you good with money. It doesn't change you. It amplifies you. It makes you more visible, perhaps, but... But money's not the problem. In fact, never was. It's the lust after money that is the problem, yeah. never the money. And, and one of the things that we have to hope for now is prosperity. What we have to hope for is prosperity because it, it includes within it, enwrapped within it, the blessing of philanthropy. And with philanthropy comes the solution to all of the problems in the world. I'm so happy that we have a government that's starting to move forward, but I do not expect our government to solve all our problems. No, no. It cannot, but what it can do is empower the people to become prosperous, and when the people become prosperous, they can become philanthropic and they can give. And when they give, we can change the world. What we're asking you to give now doesn't cost money. We're asking you to give your your passion to, to the idea of waging inner peace, of getting people to listen to this stuff so that they can take their own deep breath and get out of their own fear place and move into their own love place. But big picture, big picture, what we're looking to do is get the whole world, or as much of it as possible now, starting to be optimistic, starting to be positive, starting to look toward a future, a hopeful future that includes solving the problems of famine and war and uh, bigotry and, and all the, the problems that we're moving towards solving. It's it's these things are within our grasp. These things are within our children's or grandchildren's grasp. These things need to begin now, and they can. And 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 I I don't want to understate how important I think it is that this is just Michael and and my best way of pushing this on, of yeah. making this happen. We want to change the world. We've spent a lot of time and energy thinking about how to do it, and and this is our best shot at it. And we need your help. This is just our. This is really our best shot. Yeah. I mean, how hard is it to play a role of bringing together a resource with people who are looking for that very kind of thing. That's all we're saying is share this with people that you know who are looking for it. Right? And because we'll always encourage people to continue the process to we're not we're, we're not, again, we're not uh, asking people to join anything. We're not gurus. We are if anything 
21st century teachers that are saying the guru you may have been looking for is inside you. Oh, guru is G, you are you. Yeah. The mastery that you're looking for is already within. You know, Christians in the crowd, have you not heard the kingdom is within? Well, if the kingdom is within, then the king is within and the prince is within. Your, all of your potential, spiritually and otherwise, is available to you now through a path of love and understanding. We call that inner peace and accelerated learning. And you have to feel safe to do that. And in order to feel safe, there's two things you have to do. You have to deal with your chronic things that make you afraid, and you have to deal with the chronic cause of your stress. And the, I mean, if you cause your stress, you have to deal with the fact that life is stressful and it builds up inside of you, and your tension and anxiety and confusion levels build, and you have to get out of that by taking a... Uh, mini vacation, you know, uh-huh. find yourself in paradise, you know, take a little walk in the real world or in your mind, you know, it works in your mind, close your eyes and go someplace peaceful in your mind for a few moments, that's how you deal with the building stress in your life, and the way you deal with the acute cause of stress in your life is the way you used to react to your negative thoughts and feelings, by getting stressed out by the fear of bad stuff, so, so when it's not really dangerous, just train yourself to relax, to, you know, there's not much that is really dangerous. Yes, freeways are dangerous, and there's a few other things that are, but mostly it's not dangerous. It's mostly confusing, and it's mostly uh, just you don't know. You know, you just don't know. And not knowing is scary, but, but it's not the kind of scary that it helps to be able to have fight or flight in. It's the kind of scary that it helps to uh, take a deep breath and be able to get some wisdom, you know, get some insight and intuition and ingenuity and and that's what you'll learn to do. I mean, not only do we talk about a different topic every week, but we actually, you know, do the guided imagery like we take you there. We we install it, you know. It's like, here's the instruction manual, folks. Now you know how to do it. But just to make sure, we'll put it in there for you. You know, we'll we'll install it. If you ever need to replace it, you know how. But we're going to put it in. That's what this is. This is like all you have to do is sit and listen. Just sit and listen. Be receptive. If you're if you're thinking, oh, this is never going to work, sit and listen. Be receptive. Be open-minded. That's all we ask. Sit and listen. Be open-minded. You will change your state of mind, and when you change your state of mind, you will see things from a higher perspective that you haven't seen before. It's pretty remarkable. Open your mind. Open your mind. What a nice thing. Open your mind. Open your heart. In Laguna Beach, Tom says, thank you both for your vision. For those of us that like to see information in black and white, to read it as well as listen auditorily, uh, where would there be written information to print out and keep as a reference to share about the family learning hour or playing in paradise? Well, funny yeah. you should ask. Yeah. Huh? Well, uh, just go to focusedfashion.com, and at the top you'll see a whole bunch of things like the home page and stuff. One says free stuff. You know, go to the free stuff page, and you'll be made. Just push your pointer on that free stuff, and all of a sudden you'll see a whole list of articles that we've written on every topic you can think of just about, accelerated learning and uh, memory and speed reading and, and also things like love and fear and every lots and lots of stuff. Essentially what we did was we took the books we've been writing and we put them together and broke them up into articles, and we're, it's just you know, we're giving it away. Come read it. Come download it. Read it at your leisure. It's cool stuff. But, you know, as much as I love writing and I love reading, um, I have to say that when when you get this through the channel of listening more than reading, even if you're a reader like I am, 
there's something so powerful about being able to just listen and absorb this information with your eyes closed. Especially with the pause button. Yeah. You know, I got 40 years of radio, and I never offered anybody a pause button before, right? Yeah. Much less time shifting. Listen when you want, on demand, as long as you want, rewind, fast forward, jump ahead to the meditation. Yeah, listen to it again. So I'll just say that as well. There's nothing wrong with hearing Steve and I in our podcast say something that strikes you as profound and you reach out on the computer or on your little portable player, your iPod, whatever, hit the pause button and think about it for a second. Close your eyes. I mean, the nice thing about, you can read in alpha. Steve and I teach people to, to Steve's whole method is alpha reading, alpha learning. But, uh, you know, again, to be able to sit back. We got it both for you. We'll always support what we're doing with these audio programs with text. I, I think it's and some cool video, too, actually. Uh, in fact, go to the website, and it says, watch our cool video, and we have something really wonderful for you. It's sort of a little surprise on uh, promoting the concept of finding yourself in paradise. So go watch that. It's just about four minutes or so, and lots of fun. A couple of more, and then we'll do our uh, alpha exercise today. Uh, Robert says, uh, I very much believe in the law of circulation for those, yep. yeah, for those who have money and just hang on to it, just stagnate. And for those who allow money to flow, bringing more into their lives, a useful analogy is the stagnant pond versus the flowing river. And, uh, yeah, that's core Taoism and Buddhism. It's actually core all religion if you read it right. But, you know, we can turn off the, if you think of a garden hose, you could turn off the flow of water at the nozzle end of the hose. Or you could walk back to the input where it comes into the hose, or maybe even where it comes into the house, and you can stop the flow there. You can refuse to be generous in your life and give, or you can refuse to receive because you don't want to be one of those bad, rich people. Okay, doesn't matter where you hold on in the receiving or the giving, you're still holding on. Yeah, and that's really excuse me, that's really one of the problems uh, in in life itself is holding on. It, when given the choice of holding on or letting go, let go, because it comes back to you if it's yours, you know. So, so holding on to regret, remorse, uh, holding on to fear of something bad is going to happen, no worry. You have a worry. I, I'm a big fan of worrying, if, as long as you only do it once. Elegant worry. Yeah, elegant worry. I'm a big fan of, like, like creating a scenario of worst case, like what could happen, what could go wrong, and what would I do if it did, you know? And and once I know if the worst thing I could imagine happened and what I do and I can handle it, then anything that I worry about after that, I can just go, Pleh, you know, like Stephen King waking up from the nightmare and going, come on, give me something good, you know, that ain't nothing. You know? Once you've had the big nightmare in your life, I'm like, what could, what could really go wrong? Like, like what happened if the people you love die or what happened if you lost your job or whatever? And, and you, you know, life would go on. You would, you would find a way. And so worrying about little stuff is so silly. You get the opportunity to just have that worry and go, oh, whew. And literally the way you release everything you're worried about and, and its power over you is that it scares you, is you make yourself feel safe when you think it. When you think about something you're worried about, you just go, ah. 
And then your brain gets all confused because all of a sudden this thing you used to make you feel endangered now makes you feel safe. So it doesn't make you feel endangered anymore, and it deflates it. It, 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 it just takes away its power. It just makes it impotent. Feel safe when you're thinking something that used to make you feel unsafe, and the power of that thing to make you unsafe dissipates. Yeah, the idea of leading with feelings is new to a lot of us. Uh, I certainly grew up believing that an emotional feeling was something that happened to you after uh, an event that it described. Like if I won the race or if, you know, I asked a pretty girl for a telephone number and she gave it to me, uh, yay, now I get to feel happy. The idea of feeling happy or just spontaneously joyous going in as a way of increasing the likelihood of creating that outcome, well, that didn't occur to me until I began to study mind science and the law of attraction and these metaphysical and really mystical concepts that now have been verified so clearly. We've got so much good empirical information about how the brain works. And, and Almost 50 years. Yeah. Yeah, I, first, I first discovered this stuff in 1960 in the Olympic Games. In 1960 was the first reference I ever heard to using the alpha state. And that's 48 years ago, yeah. almost a half a century ago. Yeah. I, I, I must say I thought in the 1970s that surely by the mid-80s, everybody would be meditating. Everybody would know what alpha brain waves are. Why wouldn't you? Why would you suffer in fear? And yet people say, well, I can't meditate. I can't quiet my brain or my minister told me that only Hindus meditate, or I heard Billy Graham say, never meditate because the devil comes in, and an open mind is a dangerous thing, and there's a lot of myth and superstition, <laughs> but there is a lot of myth and superstition, that's a great thing, you know, yeah. you, you don't have to kill ignorance, you don't have to fight it or beat it up or conquer it. No, shine a light on it and it goes away. Yeah, <laughs> just say, here's some information. Right. Think about this. And we get these wonderful, here's something to be grateful for on Thanksgiving week. One of the qualities of love is a sense of confirmation, a Absolutely. sense of knowing, a sense of, well, that's obviously it. If you have ignorance and you put the truth into it, it can't ignore that. That's it, right. It, it can't be ignorant of it anymore. Right, right. Uh, who else do we have? This is an unnamed person. Happy pre-birthday, Michael. That's Thank mean you. parents, I think, to not name a child like that. I think, <laughs> I, I think that's cool. Well, I think this person has it. Oh, oh, they're just refusing to share it. Or forgot, that. more than likely. Happy pre-birthday. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, and... Uh, Hello to, well, have a wonderful Thanksgiving to you, Steve, and your wives. Keep up the good work. Uh, not sure where that came from. but Probably my wife. No, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> no, no. Doreen in the back room. Maybe that. So um, I've got about ten minutes after the top of the hour, so uh, we always end before 90 minutes. We usually go 60 to 90 minutes. And today our Ageless Wisdom Mystery School has been devoted to the parent product or the parent service of our our whole effort here, Steve and I bringing everything that we have done uh, and are continuing to do into FocusedPassion.com. That's got an E-D on the end of it, by the way, FocusedPassion.com. 
You can be a contributor for 99 cents or more, a whole lot more. But you know what? If 99 cents a week, that's like, uh, I can't buy a cup of coffee for for 99 cents anymore, I don't think. But That's 3.96 a month. You can't buy a cup of coffee for that either. 3.96, it depends. Oh, well, some places you can. Yeah. Not one of those fancy lots. No, not a, not a Starbucks unless they... And this covers our delivery costs, and uh, then you can help us out with the ambassador program by sending one to a friend. Now, you can do that again and again and again. You can choose any of the programs that you've received, Finding Yourself in Paradise Audio Programs, from FocusPassion.com, and send them to as many different friends as you'd like, okay, just to tell them thought you might be interested in this. And choose a topic. Again, find people that you know are looking for this kind of information and just forward it to them so that they know about it. That's all, that, that's all yeah, we're really asking. Example, we, we have one on stupidity, but we don't recommend you send that one. You know, it's the first entree to somebody, you know. But, but we do have one on dealing with difficult people yep. that might be very helpful to somebody who has a in-law or a relative or something that's hard to deal with in their lives. Or, that's a lot of great information. You know, 30 years of literally researching the, the entire field of growth and success and fulfillment and all the books and all the speakers, and we've done our best to, to distill the essence, and that's what this is. Yeah, we, we, uh, a lot of our own chops, but a lot of stuff we've pulled from the ageless wisdom. That's right, and I love the model. I love the model of this. And By the way, um, you know, you can use the from address that uh, was on the email that brought you here. You can use any of my uh, personal email addresses like mb at theagelesswisdom.com or just write to info at focusedpassion.com or newsletter at focusedpassion.com with any tips or ideas you have, either subject matter for the audio programs that Steve and I do or uh, uh, any ideas you have for well, I guess you could call it marketing for, for helping us to spread the word because we're using the word contagious here today and the idea of marketing and the Internet being essentially viral in nature is not a new idea. And that's what we're talking about. In the best sense of viral and contagious, uh, we want this to catch. We're looking to attain critical mass and to do it all over the English-speaking world. People on this webinar know this is live, and we've had people check it in here from Canada, from Ireland, from England, from, let me see, Amsterdam checked in. I heard from Bangkok the other day. And the whole English-speaking world, I get hits on my website from the Middle East and the Far East and Unless you're doing something like this, you may not realize just how global the Internet really is. And who knows, someday there will be uh, uh, translations of this available. There's some pretty good translating software on the on the Internet now that would translate our tech stuff. So uh, it's all possible. And we don't need to reach everybody in the world or even half the people in the world, you know, just to create a new mem, a new belief system, uh, to, to catch this wave of hope and optimism and spread the good news. You know how contagious that is, and we want to support you in sharing that enthusiasm contagiously, the hope and the optimism, the bigger picture of what humanity can do 
once we regain control of our government. Oh, you know, let me hasten to add, as Steve has already indicated, we're not coming from a political place, and we're not looking to appeal to your political nature. I do not expect, under Barack Obama or any group of officials in government, for that institution alone to solve the problems. Corporations need to be entirely restructured. The economy needs big change from monolithic capitalism that knows no nationality to a true free market where Ma and Pa get a fair shake, where, where that whole entrepreneur spirit that this country was built upon, not the robber baron spirit, but the true entrepreneur spirit, not monolithic capitalism as the only alternative to evil communism or tyranny, what have you, but a real free market and like the U.S. Constitution, but not even limited to the U.S. Constitution. We're talking about the nature of human beings and the potential and that you can simply and easily and quite effectively now pass on the keys to people to discover the best that's already within them, you see. So instead of the faults appearing real, the real comes forward. Right? And by facing our fears and our worries, let's do that now with an audio journey. Okay. What is a meditation? A guided imagery exercise. But facing fear and things unknown with a slow, deep breath, with a feeling of letting go, because you're so safe now. Do this now. And close your eyes. If it's an appropriate time for you and you're in a good place, get comfortable. And do those things. Take a slow, deep breath to make yourself feel safe. And to open your mind and your heart. As you exhale, feel the sigh of relief that is a sigh of release. Feel the letting go. As you close your eyes, begin to imagine a world that works for everyone. And allow yourself to believe that you are now going to be very, very receptive to every positive suggestion for your well-being. That everything you hear that strikes you as being good and wonderful and growthful and leading to your success and fulfillment is something you're going to say yes to with great vim and vigor and vitality, that you are ready to become better. Every day, opening up to facing the fear and releasing it, to experiencing the joy and embracing it, to getting in touch with the hope. And feel it grow, because the point is not to get there. The point is just to go. When we talk about getting to the mountaintop, it may remind you, as it does me, of Dr. King's speech. But from time out of mind, mystical men and women have used that same allegory, the sense of Approaching the mountaintop. Imagine yourself even now coming up the last 50 feet of the trail. One step after another. 
and realize you're almost there. You're almost at the top of the mountain. And then as you get there, you can hardly believe it. The view is spectacular. Why? You can see where you've been. You can see into the past and the path that brought you here and see it better from up here. You can also look off into the distance and see the future and the potential that's all downhill from here. You get much better reception. Your cell phone works better up here and the radio works better up here and you have input from the whole world because of your elevated perspective. But maybe most of all, Maybe most of all, as a result of being up here on top of this mountain of attainment and accomplishment, realizing the truth of who you are and what you're capable of doing and having and being, you see not only the details of your life, you see the big picture. It's as if you suddenly get a glimpse of the cover of the jigsaw puzzle box and you say, oh, this is what it'll look like when it's all put together. It is all put together. And I see the whole thing. And I see that I'm contributing this piece and this piece, but my relationship with my partner or my spouse is adding this piece and this piece and the others in my extended family and my community. Look, here's these other pieces and, and my state and, and my nation and my world my world, I'm getting the bigger picture up here, and I'm feeling even safer and more relaxed. Because even with all these pieces, I can still feel at peace. I can take all the tension in my body and one with just a deep breath, let it all release. I can feel safe anytime I choose, because my mind's a powerful tool for me to use. Just remember that that in your mind. Whenever you feel tense or nervous, know that you can find with one deep breath, you can feel safe once again. Just one deep breath. That's all it takes. Just pretend that you're in a situation where some stress is coming in and all of a sudden you're finding yourself anxious or nervous and then just simply begin to take that one deep breath, and everything changes just right away. Confusion, it dissipates, anxiety goes away, and you see clearly, and the fear is diminished, and your courage comes to fore, and now you have access to much, much more, more intelligence, more wisdom, more confidence. It's clear. You now manage your thoughts and feelings, and you replace with love all that fear. Allow yourself to drink this in. Take just a few moments to effortlessly and silently soak this up like a, like a dry sponge. Feel the feeling of optimism and hope in every cell in your body, a, a quality of living, of being alive, a quality of fearlessness, a quality of love as consciousness. 
allows you to realize the higher self, free from fear, free from confusion. And when facing anything unknown or confusing, being much more interested in understanding than being right, more interested in the path, the adventure, than any destination for having arrived even at the mountaintop. Where else is there to go but forward? To keep moving through life, giving that which you have received. Like a kind of a spiritual Johnny Appleseed, leaving a, a trail behind you that is better than before things that grow, sharing the life, improving all things around you with your understanding. It's not the being right, but your hope and your optimism. Fear does not protect you. It's reasonable in this world to be cautious, but don't be so cynical that it sours you or that you ever lose hope and the essential and basic goodness of human beings. Turn to your pets. Turn to your animals. Look at these wild creatures that have been, in a word, domesticated. Why? Because they, too, know trust and love. And if we can domesticate by taking the fear out of wild animals, we can do that with our family and our friends and our neighbors and people we don't like and even people we have labeled our enemies. And you can do that and you can be that. So we're here and we're asking for your help and we've made it easy. Just think of everyone you know who could use a little peace send them some, and ask them to do the same. Ask them to think of everyone they know who could use a little peace, and send them some too. Tell your friends to tell their friends. Spend a little time each week in paradise. Develop the ability to do paradise thinking, and see that the past and the future, where all the fear exists, is a place that you don't. You're here, you're now, you're safe. Find yourself in paradise. And bringing these feelings and this level of awareness with you easily, effortlessly, reorient yourself to the room in which you sit. And take a nice, slow, deep breath, filling your lungs with strength and vitality, with prana, chi, spirit, life. And as you exhale, feel the letting go. And open your eyes wide awake and alert, refreshed and rested, feeling fine back in the room with all this extra awareness. It is Thanksgiving week. Remember to be grateful. That's the only prayer you ever said that would suffice. Much better than the prayers of petition, just as understanding is superior to being right. Being grateful is far superior to asking the universe for more.
Let me ask you to try a different kind of grateful as well. Be grateful for all that you have and all that you've done, but be also grateful that is full of great. You know, you can be full of greatness. Now's the time to, to wake up, shine your light, be great. Be full of great. That's another way to be grateful. So check out FocusedPassion.com. You can use, if you're on the web now, even listening to the replay, that big button in the lower right that says Unleash Inner Peace. That's a nice shortcut. Or just take your browser to FocusedPassion.com and check it out. There's plenty of previews, audio samples that you can listen to there. You can listen to an entire podcast for free if you haven't made a contribution yet. And for as little as 99 cents, be a part of this whole program. If you want to be on the Ambassadors Committee and share a special conference call every week with just other ambassadors and me, okay, once a week, probably on a Sunday, um, either just before or just after this event, let me know. Send me an email to newsletter at focuspassion.com or info at focuspassion.com or mb at theagelesswisdom.com and I get back to you and we'll set that up, okay? But right now, we're excited. The upgrade is in place. If you have any problem with it, upgrade your browser. That's the best thing you can do. Make sure you're using the latest edition, the most current version of whatever browser you use. It might be Internet Explorer or Safari or Firefox. As long as you got the most current, this state-of-the-art website is going to dance for you. It's so cool. Check it out. Let us know what you think. And uh, get on board with Finding Yourself in Paradise. Sent out every Wednesday. Streaming, downloadable, and podcast right to your website. Okay. And, of course, join us next Sunday for the Ageless Wisdom webinar. Keep your eye out for the new email format and for that special email that asks you to opt in to our new list. We need you to confirm that or we can't get you whitelisted. Thank you, Stephen, for being with us My today. My pleasure for being happy with Thanksgiving. you anyway. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. And happy birthday to, to me this week yeah, and to you in a few weeks. And, uh, again, as always, be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. For Steve Snyder, this is Michael Benner. Aloha from Maui. Mahalo.